In today's episode, we are talking about a time management secret called creating margin that when done correctly can help reduce your stress and anxiety over getting things done, help you create and keep a sustainable schedule, and focus on what matters most to you. Creating Margin and Taking Back Control of Your Time, written by Sarah Rupel. We are just about through the month of January, one month of 2023 in, and I have to say, it wasn't so difficult getting back into the swing of things after the holidays. Sometimes that is not the case, but I think this year, I took a decent chunk of time off at the end of the year. Highly recommend that if you're able to. It is a huge help to reset the batteries and recharge. Now, full confession, when I get that extra downtime, I don't always know what to do with it. That's because during a normal week, and I'm talking mainly weekdays, my schedule is pretty packed. There's not a whole lot of free time. That overscheduling tends to flow into how I schedule my days at work, too. But there's a difference between having the bandwidth to complete X, Y, and Z and scheduling and committing to X, Y, and Z ahead of time with no margin for, I won't say error, but life. Should life happen as it tends to, well, you can't add time to a day. If you don't have extra time budgeted into your schedule, then you have to take time away from another task or push it to another day. And if every day has very little margin, well, you've got a whole lot of anxiety and you're basically setting yourself up for failure when things go sideways. As I began my planning for 2023, one of the biggest considerations I made was creating margin in my schedule for a variety of different reasons and tasks. But I wanted to share a little bit more about that process and why it is a helpful business strategy. First things first, take a look at your schedule and really evaluate it. Ask yourself, what would you like to have time for that you don't currently have? What are your goals and priorities? For me, as I planned the podcast production schedule for the year, I realized that we've gotten away from publishing bonus episodes with in-the-moment trending content. Sure, we had plenty of bonus episodes scheduled, and we talked about a lot of those topics on the Friday Five, but we didn't really have room in the schedule for an episode with a quick turnaround. I wanted to create room for that type of content, so it caused me to think more intentionally about our production schedule. What would make it onto the list? What would we cut down on? And after thinking through my goals and priorities, I came to a few conclusions. One, I was setting our schedule too far out in advance. I used to operate on a quarterly schedule. Now I'm planning five weeks at a time. We also used to treat each episode and its associated tasks pretty much the same, even though over time we've added a lot of different types of episodes to this podcast. The schedule now has considerations built in for those types of episodes, the amount of research, recording, and production time they need, and in which order those tasks should be completed. 
I have no doubt that as you really look at your schedule, you'll be able to find areas that could use improvement, where a little tweak or change could get you closer to your goals. Creating margin is all about unscheduled time, adding time back to your day, and there are a few ways to do that. One of the easiest and most effective, getting up earlier. I'm an early riser already, but there's a big difference in my day when I get up with my first alarm versus hitting the snooze button. And that's because I have a pretty set morning routine that I like to follow. Without that morning routine, well, I don't like having to rush around in the morning. I don't know anyone that really does. We just tend to do it because we don't have our morning timed out and sorted like we should, and that includes me sometimes. I like getting up early because I like having quiet, dimly lit time where it's just me, my tea, and my devotions. It starts my day with purpose, a positive direction, caffeine, and time to reflect on what I've read, how to apply that to my day. And then I allow myself to read other things or scroll through social media. I don't allow myself a lot of time for that last one in the morning. And it's something I can cut out of my morning if needed. It's extra. It doesn't necessarily serve me. And nothing about my day is lost if I don't do that. But I've had a morning routine long enough to know that the other parts are necessary and beneficial. So I make time for them. Another way to add time back into your day, and this is one of my favorite parts of creating margin, time buffers. We actually recommend all agents utilize time buffers when it comes to appointments. Add a 15-minute buffer on the front and back end of every appointment you schedule. And don't forget to schedule travel time in as well. Say your appointment is for 8 a.m. and it should last for about an hour. Rather than arriving at 8 a.m., aim to arrive at 7.45 a.m. Gift future you that 15-minute window to allow for traffic or anything else that might prevent you from arriving on time. Want to stop for coffee? Leave even earlier. An easy way to gauge travel time is to use an app, whether it's the native Maps app on your phone, Google Maps, Waze, or Map.me. And side note, Tina has reviewed a few of those in an Agent Apps episode we will be linking to in our notes. All of these apps give you an estimated time of when you'll arrive at your destination. You can schedule in stops. And I do this while I know the way into our headquarters in Harrisburg by heart from a few different directions, I will often turn on my navigation just for a time check to make sure I have enough time to stop for coffee. Remember, punctuality shows consideration for the person you're meeting, and it makes a great impression on clients. The buffer on the back end of the appointment gives you time if the meeting runs longer than planned. Also important, adding blocks of unscheduled time between activities. There are a lot of tasks associated with publishing a podcast. There's writing, proofing, recording, and producing, to name a few. And that's before all the administrative work, like planning, episode notes, uploads, and to-do lists. 
While switching from writing to recording is pretty seamless for me, moving from a recording mindset to writing, that takes a little more time. Give yourself time to switch gears mentally before you throw yourself into a new task. Now, I'm not saying take a social media break for 15 minutes in between everything you do, but getting a fresh cup of coffee, taking a quick walk around the office, stretching, chatting with a coworker, something small that can transition you from one task to the next so you feel like you've gotten a break, but you're still getting things done. And if you're having trouble finding room for unscheduled downtime, it might be time to cut some things out. I mentioned this in the evaluation step. Identifying time wasters is a huge part of reclaiming time and creating margin in your life. We all likely know the things that are eating up our time, whether it's scrolling through social media later and longer than we should be, reading the last half of the book rather than just a chapter or two, clicking next episode again and again even though we should already be asleep. We all have those things, and I'm not saying to cut them out entirely because that's not realistic. But if you want to take back control of your day rather than having your day control you, it is going to take a little bit of sacrifice. So maybe you get up 20 minutes earlier and you cut 30 minutes of social media use out of your day. That's almost an hour of time that you've gotten back. In one week, minus the weekend, that's just over four hours. What could you do with four extra hours each week? Last thing I want to mention here, just like our industry, your schedule and what needs to be done during the day or week It's going to change, so you want to be constantly evaluating your schedule and making sure that you've still got margin. And if you don't, go through these steps and the ones we'll be linking to in the notes. Creating margin in your schedule can help to ease stress and anxiety around getting stuff done and help you focus on the things that you really want to achieve. Want more time to meet with clients? Maybe that means scheduling client appointments by zip code so you're not wasting travel time. Tired of missing out on family dinners? Maybe getting up earlier and restructuring your day can help get you to the dinner table on time. Too many activities at night and on the weekends? Pick the ones that you really want to focus on and say no to the ones that don't speak to that focus. By creating margin in your schedule, you can focus intentionally on those goals and make them happen without feeling stressed, anxious, or like you're missing out elsewhere in order to achieve them. That is all we've got for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. You'll find links to additional resources in our episode notes. But before I go, I want to know what motivates you to get through the work week. Do you have a mantra or process that you swear by? We would love to feature your story here on the show. If that sounds like something you're interested in, reach out. Our email is asgpodcast at ridderim.com. Or you can leave a voicemail for us at 717-562-7211. Thanks for listening. We will see you next episode. 
The Agent Survival Guide podcast is a production of Ritter Insurance Marketing, an integrity company. This episode was written and produced by me, Sarah Rupel. Script editing by Tina Lamaru. Design by Nick Smith. Artwork by Vivian Zhao. Rate and review our show on Apple or Spotify and follow along with us wherever you get your podcasts.